Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. And before I get started, I want to say a special thank you to all the listeners out there for your kind wishes on our 200th episode. And speaking of listeners, well, it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from uh, Salmas the Alchemical Rogue, who writes to us all the way from, oh wow, from Zareth Mortis. And they write, Hello, Tosh Mafuni. This is Salmas, the alchemical rogue, reporting in to wish you good tidings and congratulations for persisting for 200 episodes. Thank you. I just happened to review the latest communications coming through the remote SI7 post in Zareth Mortis, and several of us toasted you and Professor Talib before getting back to researching ways to frustrate the jailer in his misguided attempts to do something we apparently don't want. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, know what I mean. (laughs) Okay. We look forward to listening in on the next episodes to hear what you all are up to back at home. To continued life free of oppression, Salmas, the alchemical rogue. Well, Salmas, what a great letter. And thank you so much to you and your fellow SI7 members for listening and for the kind wishes. You know... Your letter just made me think of this. I had a couple of great aunts, Miss Premise and Miss Conclusion, Mafuni, who used to say nudge, nudge, wink, wink, know what I mean to each other all the time. But honestly, I never knew what they were talking about. I do know they spent a lot of time in Goldshire. Anyway, thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. Starting off with some local news this week, Professor Talib and the members of the Half Hill Quilter Society are on a quilt retreat this weekend where they will continue to quilt blankets for orphans, war refugees, and disabled veterans of the Shadowlands campaigns. The Quilter Society has asked us to remind all Half Hill Report listeners that just because the war isn't on Azeroth anymore doesn't mean that there aren't people in need, and to encourage everyone to donate, volunteer, or help your local charities in any way you can. And speaking of war veterans, this week we return to a feature that has been on hiatus for some time, Dwarven Dispatches with Eamon Wetbranch, brought to you by Nessingwari Safari. After returning to Half Hill last week for our 200th episode, Eamon is back out as our war correspondent in the field. So I'm going to try and get him on the radio device here. Eamon? Eamon, are you there? Hello, lad. Yes, yes, I'm here. And greetings from Zareth Mortis. As you will have heard, the Covenants have followed the jailers of Arl into Zareth Mortis. And let me tell you, boyo, that was no small feat in and of itself, as we barely escaped a Nathrasim attack in Oribos, although they did manage to bollocks up the portal home. Uh, hang on. Did you say the portal back? Eamon... Should I be worried? No, no, it's fine. Once we got across, we met a fine fella by the name of Firim. 
one of the locals here, who got us kitted out and settled in with the natives, and, quick as you like, we got the portal opened up on this end. Right now we're bivied in a place called Haven, where the Covenants have set up their headquarters. Okay, good, alright, that's a relief. That's a relief. Eamon? What? What? What is that noise I'm hearing right now? Is that... What is that? Oh, <laughs> oh, that, me lad, is me new pet, Poke-a-Poke. I'm sorry, what? What's it called? Poke-a-Poke. A right handy little fella to have around here in Zareth Mortis. Good at your back in a pinch, and has a good nose for treasure. Aw, it sounds kind of cute. And, you know, it must be nice to have another pet to cuddle with on a cold night. Well, Poke-a-Poke isn't much of a cuddler. Unless you fancy cuddling with an animated cannonball. That's enough now, Poke-a-Poke. Now off with you. Okay. So, Eamon, you mentioned the native population. Why, why don't you tell us a little bit about them? Well, they call themselves the Enlightened. Yeah, sure, Enlightened. Funny they should call themselves that, because as far as I'm concerned, they're anything but. Rizak, what, what are you doing here? Yes, Rizak. What are you doing there? What, an enterprising goblin isn't supposed to take advantage of a new market opportunity? Besides, you got Gade back home to do the business reporting, so I can team up with Eamon here to do the war reporting. Lad, if you think I'm teaming up with this goblin to do my war reporting... Even though trying to do business reports from here would be a big waste of time. You know these enlightened is related to the brokers, right? But they ain't in it for the profit at all. They're just in the game for the knowledge. Can you imagine such a thing? Well, yes. <laughs> Actually, I can. Yeah, well, you would think that way, wouldn't you, college? You know, I even thought there was a chance for a chicken import business. But there's nothing but mechanical chickens here. They call them, uh, what do they call? Poultrids. But you know, it got me wondering. Oh, no. Don't you do it, lad. Not on my segment. Now, now, I know what you twos is thinking. It's not the whole which came first, the chicken or the poultry. <sighs> why do I let him do this? I was actually wondering why exactly the poultry crossed the road. Oh, Celestials. Rejak, I can't believe you interrupted my report just for an old joke like that. What? What old joke? I'm genuinely looking for some information here. I chase them dang poultrids all over the place. Uh, okay, listen guys, we're running a little long on this segment, so we gotta wrap it up. Eamon, is there anything else you want to tell us this week? Only that I'm picking up a new language while I'm here. Seems like it's gonna be important. Wait, hang on, did you say a new language? Hey, this sounds like a business opportunity. If I could train up on this, I could charge adventurers a translator's fee. <laughs> Maybe this wasn't as much of a waste of time as I thought it was gonna be. Okay, I think that's quite enough of that. Dwarven Dispatches is sponsored by Nessingwary Safari, who remind you that no one is meant for defeat. Checking the Azeroth calendar, it's a quiet week here in Azeroth. The Dark Moon Fair has pulled up its tents for the month, but we'll be back next month with its celebration of all that's weird and wonderful in Azeroth. And one week from now, Professor Talib's favorite event, The Trial of Style, will be here. So while you fashionistas out there, get your best ensembles ready for this fun and friendly event.
It's time once again for our weekly feature, Wandering with Velmic and Demesis, with everyone's favorite Draenei travel correspondent, Velmic. So, Velmic, what have you and Demesis been up to lately? We've already heard that Aemon and Rizak are in Zareth Mortis. Did, did you go as well? Hey there, Tosh. Yes, yes, of course. You know, as soon as Demesis and Tilly are hearing about Zareth Mortis, they are saying to me, Cousin, we have to go there. It is where they make afterlives, and uh, we want to go design our own. Um, Velmec, I don't think it works <laughs> that... I know, I know. It's a little joke I'm telling. Anyway, yes, we go to Zareth Mortis and Tosh. What a beautiful place. Fortunately, advanced forces open a portal, so we are able to go direct to Haven from Oribos. Oh, so you were in Haven. D- did you happen to see Eamon and Rizak? You know, I was I was just talking to them. Oh, of course we see Eamon. But uh, no, we didn't see Rizak. Tosh, what would Rizak be doing there? You know, we had the same question for him, but never mind. It's a long story. Why don't you go on telling us about your adventures in Zareth Mortis? Well, Tosh, this is such a different and beautiful place. I, I, I can't even tell you. You know, from what we hear, Zareth Mortis was workshop of first ones, and it is from Zareth Mortis where they are making afterlives for Shadowlands in giant sphere called Forge of Afterlives. But Tosh, I am thinking maybe they even designed parts of Azeroth itself here. Oh, really? That's that's an interesting theory. What what makes you think that? Well, it's hard to explain. Everything is different, but, uh, how you say, familiar. Some things are like, I don't know, early test versions of things. For example, they have these things, poultrids. They're like... Yeah, uh, poultrids, chickens. We know, Rizak told us about them. No, okay, but like I'm saying, everything is familiar, but different. The trees, they don't even grow out of ground. They are just floating in air and the sky you look up to beautiful pale pale blue sky and high clouds and you think oh this is pretty and then you look again and you realize clouds are these moving and changing shapes shapes like i don't know when you're a kid and you see things in the clouds like i don't know mushans and hosen no no not like that i mean shapes Lines, squares, circles, stars, and uh, I don't know what word is. Squares with more than four sides. And they are always shifting and changing into more and more complicated shapes. Tosh, I could have stood there for hours just watching clouds. It was, it was hypnotic. But, of course, Demesis and Tilly are right away wanting to help with Covenant missions. So, we speak to High Lord Bolvar Fordragon, who is there at Haven with his daughter, Talia. Oh, really? Well, it's nice that they're together on this. Okay, sure, but, you know, I get the feeling there is some kind of weird family dynamic playing out there. Anyway, first thing Bolvar is wanting us to do is go check on three squads of reinforcements that were sent to support High Lord Darien Morgrain who is defending obelisks around Forge. Well, that sounds simple enough. You know, you would think so. 
but it got really weird really fast. First place we are going to is into Provis Fauna, which is placed in giant valley underneath Forge of Afterlives. We know roughly where to look, so we are taking as straight a line as we can to avoid some aggressive local wildlife. So, we are running across this small lake. Wait, hang on. Uh, don't you mean running around this small lake? Oh, right. I am forgot to tell you about this. In Zerith Mortis, you run across water. All the time. You can't even go into water if you want to. And when you're standing on water and looking down underneath surface, there are spheres and shapes. Let me tell you, Tosh, it's a little odd. Huh. Interesting. So, I guess there's not a lot of swimming or, ew, even bathing, I guess. You know, I didn't think of that. Uh, anyway, can I go on with story, please? Sure. I'm sorry. Okay. Eh, uh, where was I? Uh, Provis Fauna. Right, right. Oh, okay. So, there we are meeting with member of Ascended from Bastion named Alanis and his team. We are telling him that he needs to get to Provis Terra right away. He looks up from injured aspirant he is attending to and tells us they were going there but got attacked by local animals. Then he looks at Demesis and says with whole bunch of attitude, perhaps you will warn us of the danger next time. And of course, Tilly gets very defensive and starts to say something back, but Demesis stops her, whispering, wife, it looks like they've been through a lot here. Let it go. So we go on to next squad. <laughs> well, I'm glad Demesis did what she did there. For a minute, I thought this was going to be another Tilly gets into a fight episode. Well, story isn't over quite yet. <sighs> okay, go on. So, next we are going to see Avazer, a lich who is commanding squad of undying blade guards. Boy, and you talk about attitude. As soon as we get there, she is complaining about this assignment being beneath her and her squad. And then, when we tell her she is needed at Provesterra, she say, it was you who ordered us to come here. A disrespectful waste of time. Wow. Uh, okay, but to be fair, from what I understand, liches aren't noted for their social skills. Okay, granted. But it wasn't so much her attitude as her thinking that it was us who had given orders in first place. Now Tilly is really mad, and she shouts back, Listen, you, we don't know who gave you your orders. We're soldiers who just got here, so you can just drop attitude. And, of course, with this, her squad of undying blade guards are not too happy and start to walk towards Tilly. This time, I step in front of Tilly and smile at blade guards with hands up and say, Hey, hey, no need for trouble here. Officers, right? Always with the screw-ups on orders. We'll, uh, we'll just be going now. And I turn and grab Tilly by back of her leather harness, pulling her away and saying to Demesis, Cousin, let's get out of here, okay? Wow. Tilly versus a squad of undying blade guards. Now that would have been quite a story. But I am impressed by how you handled the situation. Eh, 
I was supply sergeant on Vindicar. You learn how to deal with angry soldiers. Anyway, from there we go on to find Huntress Lykir, a Vorkai from Ardenweald, who is at place almost right underneath Forge of Afterlives. And Tosh, up close, uh, there are no words to describe how big this feels and energy coming off of it. It's that impressive, huh? I, I don't even have word in Eridun or Dranai for it. Maybe when we learn this new language in Zerith Mortis. Anyway, we find Huntress Lykir and her pair of Silvani rangers and tell them same thing as we tell others. And what do you think happened? Oh, dear, I, I think I'm afraid to guess. Huntress Lykir look at Demesis and she say, but you're the one who sent us here in first place. Respectfully, perhaps you should make up your mind. Yikes. You know, I have found when someone starts out by saying respectfully, almost nothing they say after that is respectful. Ugh, I know, right? This time, it's Demesis who has had enough. She gets right up in face of this Vorkai and say, Okay, I don't know who you think I am or who you think you are, but my wife, my cousin, and I have never seen you before. We are volunteers on this mission and don't appreciate attitude we've been getting. So you can just take your attitude and... And then Tilly starts tugging on Demesis's sleeve, saying, Wife, you may want to look over shoulder. Demesis, who is really something when she gets worked up, I am telling you, turns and shouts, What is it, Tilly? And then she sees what Tilly and I am seeing. Whole squad of Ardenwild Vorkai guardians and giant bear Droman Aleothe standing on other side of path, just watching us. But you know, Demesis, she's not going to back down completely. So she shakes her fist at group across path and says, and that goes for you too, and storms off, heading back towards Haven. Tilly and I are hurrying after her, looking over our shoulders to see if they follow. Oh, wow. You know, you haven't mentioned Demesis losing her temper very often. You know, even Tilly was surprised. When we catch up to Demesis, Tilly is laughing and saying, you're beautiful when you're angry. Demesis just grumbles. Let's just get back to Haven and get paid for mission, okay? I think she was a little embarrassed about losing temper. Well, at least this didn't turn out to be a Tilly gets into a fight episode. No, no it didn't. But, you know, we are just getting started in Zerith Mortis. Ah, <laughs> well, I guess you're right. Well, we'll look forward to hearing more about your adventures there. Until then, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Akatosh. See you next week. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Whether you're a Half Hill resident or just traveling through our fair town, drop by and see us, won't you? And when you do, don't forget to ask Den Den for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, 
reach for a storm style. Well, thanks for joining me again this week, folks. And make sure to tune in later this week for another side-splittingly funny episode of Green Pastures. Listen in to the hilarity as city dweller and New Valley of the Four Winds farmer Tristan Churchill Livingstone tries to find parts to repair his outdated Hoyt Clagwell Mushan cart. See you next week, and remember, make your own turnip. The Half-Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half-Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment, Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half-Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com.